What's going on, guys? We are here in season four for the first episode in the new podcast studio. And it was only right that we had our, what do we call him? The CEO of Outlift. We call him the owner our of Outlift. Friend. Our good, our good friend. friend. Well, we got to start big first. The place that actually gives us the ability to do this podcast yes. right now um, that houses us, fuels us, also allows us to work out. Um, he's a man of so many different crafts. He's got an amazing outlook on life he's very very well spoken he's funny as shit he's yeah. loud as fuck in the best way and he's we had him on for episode charismatic what was it 20 27 7 he was on and uh just a lot of insight a lot of good conversation can take the ball and run with it uh just all around awesome dude and uh we had a really good time talking to him and we were first getting the the wheels turning here in the studio trying to get used to the atmosphere in here and honestly i mean there was no ambient noise. I felt really, really good with this one, and I'm really happy the way yeah, that we built no, the studio. No, we talked about Sounds good. we talked about the journey of building the studio and uh, stepping back and just looking around and you know really thinking to yourselves like, okay, mm -hmm. this is real. Yeah, my you know, not path. even not seeing that at first too, just yeah. working, 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 and then finally sitting and just being like, wow, and like seeing how it this materialize. You know, yeah, it was and really cool. Also talked about how I got a I have a new career path. Oh, uh, we is that, we talk is that about, how you're explaining it? Yeah, just new, you, okay. we'll figure it out. And then also, and how that came about. Um, and also, we talk about, you know, the, what we look forward to doing here at the studio and what we look forward to presenting or producing. Uh, all depends mm -hmm. on what we want to do. Yep. And then we also talk about the Fire Festival on Netflix uh, and how it's a little late to the show with that, but we haven't uh, a recorded a, doc a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't recorded a podcast in a we week and a half. So, so, yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Justin's got a dip, so we're going to cut this out real quick. Um, hope you guys enjoy, and welcome back. We are sorry for the really long uh, delay. No, we're so, not sorry. Look around. This is beautiful. I know, I know. Come on. But we are sorry for the delay. I am, at least. Justin's not. But uh, without further wow. ado, you guys enjoy. <laughs> hey, Frank, what exactly does it mean to be growth-minded? Well, Justin, I'm glad you asked. It's a state of mind where you realize you don't know everything, but are open and willing to learn more in order to achieve more. And how does one know where to learn these things? What if it's false information? Well, bud, that's why you listen to the Young Minds podcast, where they tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Wow, I'm excited. I think I'm going to go ahead and leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes and Facebook. <laughs> like, I don't want to shit on it and ruin it. I was like, maybe we could add something at the end. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. One small step for man. One giant step for, for Young Minds. Minds. Everybody clap it up for Young Minds Podcast Season 4. <laughs> season so 4. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. Well, it's been a while, this, so now we need to speak. That's how this thing works. Yeah, dude. This is. It's been, what, a week and a half? And it feels like maybe a decade. Has it been a, a week and a half? It's been about. I've been, yeah. I've been waiting. So welcome, day, welcome, Mike. Day. The owner of Outlift Athletics. I'm here. You were on um, episode, what did we 27. say? 27. 27. Ooh. We're at 50. Wow. We're at 52 now. A long time ago. Well, oh, 53 right. now. 53. We had 52. But we're in a different episode. space. We're in a very different setting. Yeah, Are look we? at this. What Our walls this? look different. What, what is this? It used this to be Joe Rogan studio? It used to be gray, and now it's It used to be. It used charcoal. to be like yellow. Your basement nah, was yellow. it wasn't yellow. Yellow? It's like a what yellow What basement hint? were you in, dude? Well, every time I took photos, it was like a yellow hint. Okay, fine, fine. Just like that like night. Hue. It's, it's hard hue finding the right white balance, right? Oh, so hard. Yeah, it's terrible. But this is beautiful. It's like uh, night mode nice on Nice fluorescence. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening knows exactly what ha what happened, but 
And excuse my voice this whole podcast. I don't know what happened last night, but my voice is gone today. You went through puberty last night. No, I went to Alon's birthday party, and I didn't drink or anything, but I was just up so late. Like That's when you're up late yeah. and you're talking the whole time. I you're, was you're talking to loud entire, music and shit. Super loud yeah. music. And you got to get real close to someone. You spin in their ear. Exactly. Your breath stinks. It's amazing. You know? <laughs> I love settings thing. like that. So now my voice is like gone. Yeah. And it's the first episode in season four and my voice mm. is gone. But that's okay. We'll get through. That's um, not half the podcast. You got to do what you got to do. I don't even know where to start so, with this. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Did anyone even know where you are? Like, did people know where you were going? We've been posting on Instagram for a okay. while. But no one's actually listened or heard it. Like, no, because this is our first recording. Yeah, this is so. your first time. You could say you're live within Outlift, Outlift Athletics. Live within Outlift yes. Athletics. He's, He's like, like, where like, am I? Like, I, I forgot where I'm at. What day is it? Saturday, Friday, Monday? I don't know. It was that rough last night, right? A sober party. Yeah. Went hard. It's just, it's just I'm not used mm. to staying up that late. But yes, we're in Outlift Athletics, which is the best gym on Long Island. I was going to say Long Island, then I was going to say in New York. New York. And I was say New York. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I haven't mean. been outside of Long Island's gyms. Yes, in I'm New sure York there's ever. plenty of gyms. But to us, this is the most special this, gym, right? This is I the mean, one. To us, the one. it's special. Hands down. Oh, dear. Man. Dear to our heart. I'm so excited I get to actually come here now and go to the gym and work out. It used to be like, all right, I'm going to drive all the way there, 45 minutes to go to the gym. Like I couldn't, yeah, it's a long I couldn't do it. Yeah. Now I will do it, and I want to do it, and I should do it. And yeah, for me, all the, all the things I wanted to do were separated by a long drive. So now everything's in one I location. hate driving. I, I mean, like, I will refuse to do certain things if I have to drive a long distance for them. Like, there's a lot of things I hate. One is raking leaves. Two <laughs> we talked is about that driving a long distance. I, I don't mind shoveling snow, but something about raking leaves. It's so pointless. I hate it. It's so pointless. I hate it. It is. You know, it's awful. Because it would be better thing. if you just left it there. It would be better for <sighs> the plants that's what, yeah. that's that are what we talked well, about. Yeah, that's Remember? It just, you all just your asshole neighbor, you know, who yeah. doesn't rake Exactly. Leaves. I was just about to say, Mike and I talked about this once, and yeah. he was explaining that all his neighbors rake twice a week. Oh, they're psychopaths. All the time. Every, every time a leaf falls, you have to pick it up. And Mike is that one neighbor that leaves all the leaves yeah. there. Yep. And it blows over on the neighbor's all yards, over. and they get fucking pissed. Yeah. And then all he does is, at the end, when every single leaf every single fell leaf. from the tree, you call up the company, they come, they pick it all up, and it's gone. Yeah. And you, you, didn't you break pay your these ba- guys $200. They break their ass. There's like 10 of them. They come, they get every <laughs> single leaf. Bro, there's not one leaf. I will search for one leaf. I can't find one leaf anywhere. These guys are amazing. I couldn't even my best week of work of trying to clean those leaves do that good of a job and for two hundred dollars you know like why are you out there every day spending time when you could be doing something else creating a perfect looking property for yourself when you're sitting inside the whole time watching tv too like that's the funny part too it's like half my neighbors like they literally spend so much time on the outside of their house and i never see them outside (laughs) unless they're cleaning it like they're not outside enjoying it they pull up in their driveway, they pull into their garage, and then they get in their house and they watch TV. Yeah. But their house looks amazing outside. Yeah, they don't you know? have a leaf on their grass yeah. yeah. So I want to jump it back into the studio. When was it that you approached – because I know you came up with it first, asking mm. if Frank and I wanted to move in. But that yeah. was months ago, right? Well, that's the thing is, like, the big thing with Outlift and the whole point of this whole business in the beginning phase in the business plan was to create – entrepreneurial opportunities for for young people who want to get into this you know like people who want to be able to create like media and opportunities as far as personal training nutritionist uh you know um physical therapy massage acupuncture whatever it might be whatever goes hand in hand with this kind of style and I'm, i've always been big in media like i you know I've, as everyone knows who listens to my podcast i've worked in radio i love this shit you know, I love being on the mic, I love being in front of the camera. It's a lot of fun. It's fun pumping uh, stuff like that out there. So to have something like that, a media station or podcast studio inside something like this, it fits perfectly. And it offers an opportunity to you. You guys now have an opportunity to train here. It's a full circle. We help each other out. I help you guys get clients. 
you guys get now more exposure. People could actually look through right now behind us. They could actually watch us. There's no one there, but we're waving, right? <laughs> people could see us in here. Now people like, everyone's been coming in. They're like, what is that? There's a big bright light, and I don't know what's going on. There's people in there. They're looking poor, and there's fucking old pads on the wall. What's going on, right? Oh, it's a podcast studio. I'm going to check it out because I never heard of this before. It looks badass. It opens you guys up to now new listeners. It's new people coming in the gym who maybe are checking out the podcast who never saw my gym. It works full circle. And that's how the business plan was supposed to be set up, where everyone's benefiting from each other. We're all working together as a team. It's not cutthroat. And that's how it is in most gyms. It's very cutthroat. Like, you're a trainer. I'm a trainer. I'm a better trainer than you. I don't like you. Eh, fuck you. You know? That's how it is. Mm. You well, know, and that's not what we're not trying to do that. Yeah, you're focusing on quality. You're not focusing yeah, on quantity. It's not a exactly. meat market for no. me- uh, memberships. You're not, yeah. you know. No, well, that's why we have a training. high price point, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like this is a perfect launch pad for what Absolutely. we all want to do. I mean, we have separate things that we want to do, but then mm-hmm. there are some mutual things that we want to do. Yeah. And I feel like just having the proximity of the doors, like we're five feet away from them. That <laughs> yeah. is enough. We mm. can literally just send a joke yeah, down the hallway. We have to actually shut the door, though, because me and Justin will just make awkward eye contact with each other <laughs> all the time. You I remember know, I'm I trying to uh, yes or two days ago I was trying to work and the doors open his doors open the office across the hall, and you looked in and said some stupid shit like just starts talking about dicks and stuff. Problem. And I was trying to focus so hard and I just start cracking up. I'm like, bro, you gotta <laughs> like chill. Just pull and me right like, up my track. He starts cracking up laughing. It was just so funny because when from my seat here it is direct eye contact direct with eye Mike contact. across yeah. the hall. And there's really nothing else. It's like because <laughs> like my my beard and my hat just separate so much of me anyway. Like and I'm wearing a hoodie and, and it's speci- whole eye. Contact. And also your computer's monitor is up yeah, here. Yeah. So it's kind of and you kind of have to do a little one of these <laughs> around the monitor. Through. Yep. Oh, uh, it's funny. You gotta it's love good. it though, and that's what's cool. Is like if you have, you know, we need help, or we both need to talk about shit. We could do that. You know, we need to joke around. We could do that. But if we need to shut the door, and we need to be serious. We could do that too. You know, and yeah. that's what it comes down to: is being able to kind of incorporate that all into the day. Because you gotta have a little fun, but you gotta know when to shut the fuck up too, and actually put in the work. You know, which is hard for some for some people. Yeah. Yeah. But there's this. There's a sweet balance, man. Just before when I got here, I was kind mm-hmm. of dragging because I sat in the car for so long. Right. Yeah. yeah. I hate long drives. I hate them too. Right. And how long did it take you? It's about 35, 40 minutes yeah. to get here, right? So That's what I'm, I'm sitting yeah. I'm sitting in one spot. I just I was sleeping. I woke up. I made breakfast. I then sat in one spot again and then drove, and then I sat again. So yeah. it was just like, all right, we got to get moving. Let's do something. There's a gym right there, and I got to do everything I needed to do. Warm-ups, get the blood flowing, just mm. get a little pump, get everything kind of circulating, come back in here, and I was on fire. Yeah, and it's just a creative space. It's a spark. This and that's place. what's sick is like that you have that gym right there. And it's not just you know? a gym; it is it's Outlift Athletics. Yeah, it's it's the gym. It's like the state of the art. Everything Rogue, brand Thanks, new, bro. everything. I it's, love it. It's, it's hard to it's hard to explain to the like normal Let's just people. Say, hold on, I go to Lifetime Fitness, and if you've ever been into a Lifetime, this wipes the floor with Lifetime because of the quality of the uh, tools oh, yeah. and the quality of the gym itself. That's exactly what I always bring up to people. There's so, just quality You know that new everywhere. unique that they're building yeah. in, uh, was that Ronkonkoma or Bohemia? It's Bohemia. I don't, I don't it's know exactly what, what town it's in. I anyway, saw some pictures of my it. My uncle knows, cool. is best friends with the owner of Unique. Mm-hmm. That was a $9.5 million job. Yeah, it's Bro, insane. this gym is massive and everybody in like the area keeps talking about it and the buzzing. And I just know, I know off the bat, like I, I, I just know mm-hmm. That all the equipment's gonna be regular commercial equipment. Yeah. Sure, it's gonna be a massive gym, like five times the size of this. Of course. But all the equipment's gonna be commercial. All the people mm. in there are just gonna be like fucking chit chat. Yeah, it comes down to what deals could you, I mean, with those 9.5 million, is that's truly what they spent? Yes. I couldn't imagine what I could do with a facility with $9.5 million. Like, Unreal. especially it, it would, knowing I, what I could put together. Like, I know what it took to put this together. 
and God, it wasn't anywhere near that. And and if I actually had that amount of capital, first of all, that, that's unnecessary, you know. Oh, no, unless, unless you went building, over the top. He went yeah. over the top, bro. I mean, you're probably putting yeah. like 30 treadmills in there. That's yeah, but that's the thing too. too and that's is, another useless expense. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, are they putting super expensive, crazy art on the wall and stuff that's costing them so much money that now they're compromising? So their it is. Equipment One of the walls choices, is a you know? massive TV. Uh, yeah, it's like a bunch of squares put to, together. Yeah, because like we need to watch more TV, you know. But it's yeah. it's a commercial gym, so that's yeah. why I always tell people because they'll come up to me and be like, "Oh, you see that new gym they're building?" I'm mm. like, "Yeah, but it's not going to be as good at Outlift yeah. because." And I bring back to what you just said, Frank, about the equipment, how it's all Olympic grade equipment. It's mm. all custom built. You even told me some of the pieces to yeah, fit yeah. certainly, and everything works perfectly, and everything is meant to to get the results that you want to get in the in that exercise. And on top of that, yeah. you've built a culture here where. I'm doing my warm-ups, and then there's 700 pounds being moved by one man. I know. Right next I to know. me. I know. Which is, <laughs> which is right there. so humbling. It's unreal. Then yeah. you got these three gorillas over there squatting <laughs> yeah. about 450 for yeah. 10 and reps. This is and normal, like, you know? Okay, this is Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, there was a kid, you know, doing fucking uh, leg press with, like, 14 yeah. plates on each side. Like, doing like, okay, he does on. those crazy handstands. Uh, oh, like, yeah, he, he was, was rolling. Day. Yeah. He was on a fixed... He does not. The nutty, he, nutty he was on stuff. a fixed... Uh, a like an bar. easy curl. He was on a straight bar. A uh, straight curl bar. Yeah. But, like, there's no rotation in there. Yep. He's just... As it rolls, he's rolling, but he's like, no, nah, I'm going to keep a scorpion handstand really yeah. quick. Hold on. I know. It's just like, fuck me, like, God. Like, full of a bunch of animals in here. But they're not, like, cocky douchebags. Everybody's high that help you out, you know, and that's what it's really cool. And how do you even, like... I don't even know how, essentially, we established that kind of crowd other than the fact that I just know the kind of person I am, the kind of person my girlfriend is. We, you know, we start the gym, and then you know we have friends, obviously, that are going to kind of encompass the, the same kind of attitude and personality as us. And that's really kind of, I think, what drew these kind of people in and brought these people in that are such a good crowd that, like, if you were to pick them out, like, if you were picking your, your gym team for the Bible, like, we got yeah. the best team. Like, the somehow we just got the best team. The best, the best people came here, and it's and awesome. It's so true. You and know? then now for us to be a part of that, and literally have a room of for our own with all our stuff in here, where this is my office, this is where I record, this is oh, where I hang out. It's great. We've got the Netflix hooked up. Yeah, like this ah, is dude. incredible, yep. incredible. It's I, I describe it as the Fantasy Factory. If anybody's <laughs> ever seen Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory, it's like that's exactly what this is. Yeah. You have a bunch of little startups mm-hmm. and kind of like the the seedling room where everybody's sprouting that's a little exactly bit, and then there's that middle like. The gym is the oxygen and the yeah. sunlight that flows yeah, through. Yeah, minus just, the skateboard ramps, you know. Yeah, pretty yeah, much it. And we we're, I'm good without the gym equipment. We can yeah, get a we foam have pit. A, a that's good. Yeah, we, we have enough foam here. We fucking <laughs> overordered a shit ton of foam. Yeah, and that's the thing. We got ridiculous stuff here. Like you can deadlift a car at Outlift. Like yeah. you can back your car up. Like you can just. You don't even have to come into the gym. You can just drive to the back of our gym <laughs> and just back your car up onto this deadlift platform and then just lift your car. And you have the whole back parking lot to do all the strongman shit and whatever you want. Like squat rack. This, this place, if you are caught in a rut and you're on a plat, you have a plateau right now in your workout regimen, then you're not thinking. Yeah, you're not even, you're no. not even aware. There's so much shit to do here. So much you're not shit. opening up your eyes. Yeah. Really well. I mean, there's over 22 different kind of bars. You know, like, like there's barbells, but there's different variations mm-hmm. of barbells. There's certain deadlift bars, there's squat bars, there's Olympic just, bars. Frank was using Olympic. the bamboo bar the other yeah, day. Yeah, the bamboo bar. Oh, you got like the crazy. bar. You Let's got the football bar. Yeah. That's like the best oh, video. It's amazing. Ah. so funny. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and, and if you're adapted to barbell pressing, you know, 315, and that's become easy for you, and you want to change it up, now you feel like a little bitch. You got these 20-pound plates, and you're shaking, and you're convulsing, you look like you're fucking, can, you know, uh, you know, like you're uh Season. Like you're seasoning up and you're you're flipping I, out I and it's, it's so freaking hard, you know. It's yeah. unbelievably difficult and it's so hard to so stabilize humbling. the weight. 
Oh yeah, that and was then, awesome. And could, you know, if you could do three fifteen, that's great. But do something like that; it's completely different. No, I had a what was it about fifth? What were they? Uh, 36 pound I think it's 32 or 36 pound kettlebells that's probably 16. hanging from that hanging from each yeah. side from bands and it was just like as it went forward yeah. I was like oh oh I thought my shoulders were gonna yeah, collapse you're like there's no reason this should feel this hard and then I warmed know? up with that which was crazy right so if you ever do uh, an earthquake uh, bench press where you're putting bands on each side of the barbell and then you dangle kettlebells from there so it's completely unstable it's a good word and dangle. I just started right <laughs> Um, what else my dangles, Mike? <laughs> Lots of things. And then you, s- I warmed up with that and got everything kind of shaking and mm-hmm. started, and everybody was recruited. All my, all the muscles were recruited. Oh, yeah. Then I went over to a straight, fixed bar, mm-hmm. with just the the plates, and I felt like it was shaking as I was driving it up, and my strength was just going up like that. That's awesome. Like just to have that variety of equipment, exactly. And just to have an atmosphere where you could ask somebody, "Hey, can you help hold one side of this bar so I could hang these kettlebells?" Yeah. You know, like things like that, where those yep. subtle things that you don't notice mm-hmm. that you could do here that you usually can't do in like a, a uh, commercial gym. Yeah, well, I mean, I really appreciate you guys even noticing things like that. You know, like it's awesome. Like you guys are sitting here talking about this and, you know, it's amazing to hear stuff like that because, you know, like I said to you guys the other day, like I came to a point too where like I'd be in the back of the gym and I'd be looking back there and I'd see everyone working out and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how did this all come about? Like, and I know how it came about. But, like, you just do it so, you know, repetitively, and you do it every single day. You wake up, and you just keep doing it, and you're doing it, and you're doing it. And then you get to a point, and you're like, whoa. Like, well, we had the same little epiphany. You and I had the same epiphany a couple days ago when we were sitting in here, and, you know, the room wasn't done yet. I think it was maybe three, four, five days ago, and we were sitting here just working on our computers, and we both look up at each other, and we're like, bro, look at, like, look at where we're sitting. Look at the walls with the soundproof yeah, padding. Sick. Look at that plant behind you that looks so that cool. That's amazing. Like the colors in here, <laughs> the lighting. Touch the plant. <laughs> Touch the plant. No, but oh, Frank I and it. I just, I don't think we sat back and realized, you know, we are in our own studio now because yeah. how how many times have we talked about being in our own studio? The, we've, and we've talked about it with kind of with a lack of confidence in execution. Mm-hmm. Just like, more yeah, like, one day, you know, it would be, be so cool. So cool. It would be yeah. so cool. Let's flirt with the idea. Mm-hmm. And then when this room, even the day we moved in, the day we built "Mm." all the furniture, put the walls up, like we didn't even sit back and say like, oh, look, like we did it. And it was just a couple days ago looking around like, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's all done. And that's how it's going to constantly be. Like, who knows where you'll be two years from now? You know, Mm -hmm. like if this studio, maybe you'll have multiple studios that you decide now this is a business and you're renting out to other people who want to have podcasts. Who knows? Or I was even saying when you expand the gym, you know, if you might expand the gym, get a bigger studio on that side in in a year or two. Exactly. You know, know? they can have like 20 guests on. I don't know if that's what your plan is. You know, (laughs) mics everywhere and line them up, you know. So you can have different screaming. studios. You can right. have four different studios and rent that out to other people who want to have podcast studios or maybe people who want to produce music. I mean, you know, I'll write that one down. And endless, <laughs> endless things could be possible. You could even yeah. set up, a, I mean, a, a media studio where you have a green screen and a camera set up and people come in and they have all the equipment and they can shoot fitness related uh, YouTube videos and they have the studio and they pay a small rental fee. I mean, mm-hmm. the opportunities for coming up with ideas are endless. It just, you have to put it all on paper and see if it's going to be something that works out. No, 100%. That's. You know? It's just sitting here now. We before, right? We were so obsessed with like just getting the room fixed and getting it prepped for the podcast. And like for so long, we were just focusing on that. And then out of nowhere, I go, "Oh wait, we have a podcast to run. We have like this whole brand (laughs) to continue." And like I got so obsessed with the studio, and I I looked at like how powerful of an experience this was. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you got up, you did this, you you went out, you bought all the raw materials. You had the vision in your head. We didn't have blueprints. We have shit. We said, yeah. "Oh, that room looks that big. We probably need this many things." <laughs> yeah. The one we thing under-ordered we under ordered yeah. four times. <laughs> but you did have With a vision because, things. like, 
he would constantly show me pictures. He's like, check out this podcast studio. Look at this picture. Like, like last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, you would be showing me for a while. You'd show me pictures and just be like, oh, I'd love my shit to look like this. Like the LED lighting that you have behind here. Like yep. the first thing Justin, I think, put in here was the LED lighting. <laughs> yeah, because so he wanted bought. nothing more than LED lighting to be in his room. Because it know? looks so cool. It does look cool. It looks I always amazing. wanted it in my bedroom. I'm going to have to put it next door now because it. I'm jealous. Look, it looks so beautiful. I have this remote. Hey, hey Mike, are you feeling out. like yellow? Well, that, I mean, there you go. I was oh, wow. kind of feeling like it's Valentine's Day coming up. Maybe red? We switch it to red. There you yeah. go. Oh wow. Yeah. Red. Now I'm, mm. I'm a little. Mm. Mm. We'll keep it at red. Give me a chocolate right. heart in a second, baby. Okay. okay. <laughs> Give me that ring. Yeah. Exactly. No, we have. It's um, <laughs> waiting for you. Just being here, <laughs> and having a place to hang out and, and and work, we have so many things that we want to do now. Yeah. I'm and overwhelmed with it. It is. It's overwhelming, but it's like okay, this is all real. This yeah, is all real, yeah, and this can happen. But you know what's crazy? Ooh, there's, there's there a big we one. go. Besides <clears> that, <throat> my voice cracked. You didn't hear oh, that? Oh, no, I didn't hear. You didn't pick that up? No. That was a good I one. I think I heard him at the at a louder port. Bob Hart. <laughs> I can't even speak. Yeah, port. no, it's port. Like a, <laughs> it's, 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 all the, it's the cocktail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the mixture. What really made this settle in for me was the fact that this is now my full time. Mm. Oh, you yeah, want to talk about happened. that? This is now the full time there, Frankie. thing. I was here when I came in yesterday. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm so excited. I know. And so am Spill I, Spill it. Because it took a while. So for four years, I used to work in healthcare. I worked for the biggest healthcare company in New York, and I worked for their laboratory. I used to do sales and marketing for their lab. Fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was a blast. And uh, let me tell you. But no it was a great – it wasn't fun. It wasn't my thing, but mm -hmm. it's a great company. They – they treated me like gold and they gave me autonomy and that was their first mistake was to give me autonomy and give me a salary and pay for my school and give me all these things Talk about and not getting ask comfortable. for much. Yeah, oh my God, bro. I was in a Snuggie yeah. underwater <laughs> in an Epsom salt yeah. bath just sleeping <laughs> for hours, just yeah. waiting, just incubating. Mm -hmm. Ideas just kept coming yeah. to my head. And then it was like, hey, you have a nine to five job though. Just don't forget. Yeah, but who's clocking me in and clocking me out? Nobody. Okay, yeah, so let worked, me find ways home. to. I started or you went on the road a little bit. A couple yeah. of minutes a day, and then at some point it turned to half days. And then mm -hmm. those half days, I started cutting from the beginning of the morning, taking longer, like sleeping longer. And then at some point I was working very, very little, and mm -hmm. it was obvious. But you but were I was, still doing what? everything, though. You were still contacting all the doctors. I did everything to. I had to do. I don't want to get into the weeds with it, but I was doing everything I needed to do for my job description. But relative to my, my peers, relative to my coworkers, I was not working the hours I should have. Because mm -hmm. right? well, you would come home at night and do this. Yeah, know? exactly. So I was I yeah, had two or three jobs. You didn't give a shit about what tomorrow until tomorrow came. Exactly. Yeah. I did not plan. I did not care. Which is but I made not sure how a normal job would go if you actually cared about it. Like, you're like, oh, exactly. fuck. Like, think about, like, the shows you watch about, like, people who are detectives. Like, yeah. like you ever watch, like, Power? Like I've the, seen it You once. know, like, all right, so, like, people were, like, these detectives, like, you're like, what the fuck, life. where are their life? Like, their whole life is yeah. they're trying to find this murderer. Yeah. Like, do they have a life? Like, do they go to a family party? Like, anything. Yeah. Like, they're, every time I watch it, like, it's so unrealistic. Like, yeah, exactly. unless that's really how it is. No, I don't know. it is. No, but the have people are obsessed. Like, they just, all they do is try to chase these criminals uh, and they have no life. What's the show, 48 Hours, where there's a murder? It's a real show. They follow mm -hmm. real detectives. Is that yeah. what they really do? Yeah, like, yeah, bro. They are obsessed with that. Hours be, a day. That's no. real, though. You can be obsessed with that, and it kind of helps you because you're doing good. That you have to right? be, too. That you like, have to. Figure yeah. that out? That's a rush, too. Complex. There's a rush involved. With yeah. me, there was no rush, right? Yeah. There was no financial uh, you know, gift at the end where mm -hmm. you're like, look, uh, reward mm -hmm. at the end. So I was like, oh, it, really d it wasn't incentivizing. And mm -hmm. on top of that, this is my passion. I We started this podcast. I was like, Dude, that's it. You found there, love there goes this job. This job is over because from now on, I need to. But I know we've explained this here before, but you had to stay there until May 
for them to cover your their tu- your tuition that they paid for you. Yeah, right? exactly. That, so was, that was that was the one thing. Yeah, you were like, I could quit once it comes May 2019. Yeah, so I owed them two years after my my employment was up. So mm-hmm. at some point, you know, May of 2019, May of 2019 would have been the all right. You're done. Quite we fulfilled. So we just made it. So basically, <laughs> so there's like a bunch of paperwork you have to do, and uh, and a lot of logging into your application. So I did everything I needed to on that level, but then you also you do have your expenses and um, at you said my you had territories. To record conversations? I had no, not record conversations. But you basically had to write down who you spoke to, when you spoke to them, and then on your calendar you needed to write down where you were, when you were there, right? And you didn't do any of that. I didn't because I wasn't going anywhere, so I was just kind of throwing <laughs> something up there because they would bed to the couch, like a computer. The problem, the problem was that every week they would give us a. Uh, they would take a census of how many times you input it into this app that records what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking at my my coworkers and they were like zeros on a Monday, two, one, zero, five mm-hmm. throughout the week. And I was like, that's nothing. You're doing yeah. nothing. So yeah. then I go, all right, let me post five a day mm-hmm. and I'll do that. Like three to five a day and I'll be on the upper percentile. Yeah. So I did that for a while and it, was, it seemed like I wasn't doing anything, but if they were doing the same thing. They really weren't doing anything. Yeah. But I didn't know the details. So then they were putting things in their calendar to show my bosses. Okay. I wasn't doing that. I just thought I could take care of it with this app and just get it all done. Gotcha. And I was doing my job, mm-hmm. but I wasn't spending eight hours. Yeah, you were doing so they it caught as on. as possible. Yeah, so yeah. one day I, I submitted expenses, and they're like, oh, you have to put the addresses of where you're, you're going now because you mm-hmm. can't just put the town. I used to just put the town. Mm. And uh, I go, okay, can you let this last one slide because I already submitted it, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be able to go back. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you be able to go back? And I was like, I, that was just out of mm-hmm. instinct. I just said it, and I was like, no, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd honestly be lying if I told you every single address I went to. She was like, well, don't you write those down? I was like, Fucking idiot! You're an idiot. Boom. Like, why'd you do that? So you did it to yourself, almost. Basically, yeah. Sabotage yeah. yourself. Well, but she, I mean, it's, it's she now looked at it, mm. and they were already under pressure. And she looks, and she's like, "Frank, you have nothing recorded for, like, for four, four years." years. <laughs> well, and I was like, eh, kind of. Well, you're, like, you're like, we we have a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm so supposed never to be heard here of that. Monday through Ooh. Friday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to make a long story short, uh, they caught on, and over time, over the past week time. Um, I got my shit back together mm-hmm. and I, I went hardcore and I was working really, really hard every single day. And mm-hmm. then I'd come here around five, five thirty, and they're like, Frank, like we do deeper investigation and we, you know, mm-hmm. we got to talk. So then so they bring you in. Wait, 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 before we talk office, about going yeah. to the okay. office, the day he gets the email, it was like, Frank, meet, oh. meet at the office, 8 a.m. performance review. Yeah. And he, <laughs> yo, Frank was a mix of. Completely performance review. Performance review. That's performance what this review. thing. You already knew that was gonna be. Shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not even what you call a review. Frank was a mix of extremely nervous mm. and the happiest he's ever been, and it was yeah. so yeah. funny because it would just it, it would click. Coming. It would click mm. back and forth. He'd be like, "Fuck, man, I really can't lose this job right now." Mm. Then he'd be like, "Dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm gonna be here every day. Yeah, of I'm gonna make so much scary, stuff." And then he'd right? go back it's to like, he like he'd go back to like, "I can't believe I'm getting fucking fired." Yeah, <laughs> you know that you know He's what like, that job is. Oh, you know, yeah, you know exactly. what you're getting into every day. It's, it's like, a you know giant mattress to yeah, sleep on. Exactly. It was just so comfortable. Yeah, and so I go. I want to hear about this. Yeah, so, so they I go, bring I go, you I go, in. Yeah, so I go into the office <laughs> and uh, I have. Now who's in the office? Have, Wait, explain it's, it's my, the state of mind. I'm trying to really in. envision the state this. of mind that I was in was like okay, before so you went in the office. What were you thinking? So we're going into detail. He's like, okay, here it is. We're going out. Okay, about to hang me. So, so. 
the night before we were hanging out at Steve's house, right? Yes. And I was with a bunch of people, like mm. growth-minded people, really awesome environment, and it took my mind off of it. But then once I got in my car to go home, to go to bed, I was like... <sighs> a little anxiety kicking anxiety, in? Anxiety, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why am I feeling this way? I mean, yeah. I knew why, but like, yeah. I was like, I'm good at stress management. Like, I usually like breathe and like, everything's cool yeah. and I could, I could kind of talk myself through it. And at night, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, I was extra cold in my room. Like, I felt like the shakes. I felt like I had the he was Someone hold me. He was holding Jen. Hold me. I just sitting holding Jen. Just like, Jen, I'm fucking freezing here, babe. Hold me. So I was like, shit. Okay. Oh, my God. So then in the morning. He's got the paper bag right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up at 7 a.m. It's a shitty, rainy day. And I'm like, that's exactly what today is. Yeah. So I walk. <laughs> so the death of this yeah. career. <laughs> so I'm driving there. I put on my nicest suit. Did you drive there normal speed? Or did you drive a little slower? I drove without the music on. Oh, my 50 God. 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Just like. Pathetic, yeah, sad yeah. little thing. <laughs> just like, all right, well, what they no told me. No music on? Nothing at all? Uh, just your own thoughts. Dude, no way. There's just no reason. yourself alive. Just, just. Oh, that is so sad. Pure cannibalism. So sad. Yeah. No, so I'm saying, but no, but I was thinking of rebuttals. I was like, mm. all right, so if they press you on that, I know you didn't do that, okay? Mm. I just tell them, yeah, because they didn't teach you this stuff in the beginning. They didn't teach like, you. No one to told me in. for four years that I need to put. Yeah. And first of all, who are you? Four years later, tell me I need to do something. Wouldn't you have told me a week after I didn't do something to do it? You're that not was, doing your job managing me. That was Come my on. leverage point. I right? Was like I got this. Four I got years? this Joker. I got a card. I got a Joker card. Yeah, you do. That's so I went in there. I walk in and they both are like talking, laughing to somebody. And I walk in, I sit down, and I look at them and they're like, hey, and they get Frank. Dead serious. And they just wa- walk into their offices like, "Hey, Frank." Like they gave mm. me the side eye, the kind of smirk. Like, like I don't knew. know how to deal with this. And I was like, mm. "I'm definitely getting fired." And then so like a puppy. Uh, so she sits down. Yeah. See you in the cage. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's been real. Mm. So they. Uh, so my manager sits down. She's compiling all these papers and shit. Mm. And I'm like, well, I hope those aren't mine. And she closes her book around those pages, and she goes, all right, Frank, you ready? <laughs> Turns around, looks at me, you ready? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, those are mine. <laughs> like, fuck. So we go into my boss's office, which is my director, and she's mm-hmm. my manager. So I'm sitting there, and I'm cornered. They close, it's like, Frank, close the door behind you. I was like, that's good. Let me, uh, let's, <laughs> let's make this up. Uh, <laughs> little swallow in the throat. So I sit down, and they're like, okay, Frank, so, uh... And it was like twenty minutes in here. Did like like, like so in the, now at this point you already know what's gonna happen. Like I know I'm getting pressed. Is this a girl now telling you this? No, this is my director. Yeah, now he's a man. now are you? Because I know how I would be in this situation. I'd be looking directly at in the, the eyes of the director. No, whoever the director is, or whoever's gonna fire me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be thinking to myself, how difficult is it for them to say this to me right now? Like, is it easy or difficult for them? Like, I don't know. That's how I would be perceived. It was very like, so. Let me yeah. So I'm gonna get you know? into it. So my director goes, all right. So um, so. The reason why we have you in here is because, as I was when I was away, uh, he was on vacation the week that my my manager like saw that nothing was going on. Yeah. Um. And you know he goes, she told me about you know what you, what you've been putting into your calendar and what you haven't actually been putting in your calendar. And once he said that, I was like, okay, okay, here we go. Like him talking negatively yeah. never happens. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, what you didn't put in your calendar and, um, we we value honesty here. Mm-hmm. And I was like. There it is. Like that's the, mm. that's the domino. Mm. And he goes, and you know, when I set my reps out on the road, and you know, I I have trust in them. I confide in them. I know that they're doing their job, and we have numbers to make sure that people are definitely doing their job. So mm. I don't feel like I have to micromanage. I've I've always yeah. given you guys what you needed. Mm. Kind of just talked up the 
the thing the whole the system yeah like how we how we work here like we give you the freedom you know i never feel like i have to look over your shoulder yeah and then my uh he goes so uh and he points to my manager he's like so can we uh take a look at his calendar and then they pull out my <laughs> calendar so he goes she goes okay slave. so i just want to show you for so we talked and i know uh we went over a couple things and i just want to show you so on december 24th which is christmas eve a lot of people took off that day and when i usually go away every time i go away they're like where are you going now like you're always going away as mm. if i'm always taking off yeah so i had this slight insecurity over time like i no. shouldn't take off often like just gotcha. just that's a bad look because i knew i was always cutting out and doing things so, so you it's work like christmas eve i don't want to ask i didn't work christmas. Oh, i didn't work okay. the whole week i was yeah, just because yeah. no one worked the whole week doctors don't work the, that week but like some of my clients do but they're not yeah they'll call me if they need me it's a weird day for them to bring up it's a weird yeah i was yeah. like okay that's this is easy i'm gonna swap it's this one away Christmas. but i mean people took paid time off so they mm-hmm. did the right thing i yeah. didn't i didn't nominate paid time off oh so you just said so i was just like i'm working like gotcha i because mileage makes me money too so i was mm-hmm. like all right i drove to a couple of clients mm-hmm. but i didn't work anything like i normally would i would yeah. just go to one client come back and be like i did it you mm-hmm. know but then i would still wait by my phone whatever so they're like, we see that you put down notes here, but there's no mileage. Mm-hmm. So you didn't put mileage this day, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the 26th, we see that you put in mileage, but then there's no notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I miscalculation. <laughs> like, I yeah. fucked up. Um, there's so many details. I, I really can't go over specifically. I don't want to get mm-hmm. too much in it. But it, the mood, the Do you tone, think anyone there listens were, to this? If no, I, maybe no, like, maybe. do you think maybe that was response? Because I know you have talked about on the podcast before how yeah, maybe you're course. not very passionate about, it, you don't like the job, exactly. You but think, no. you think maybe no, no, okay, had nothing right. to do with it. So that has nothing to do with the it. The day I told my my manager, like, I I I would be lying if I knew exactly like what yeah. I put. She was like, well, mm-hmm. don't you have a calendar? Like, don't you look at it? And then she looked at it, mm-hmm. and then sent me an email like, Frank, I told you a year and a half ago that you just need to update your yeah. calendar. Yeah. That's all she said. She never yeah. said like put date uh, exactly when you went and who you spoke to, yeah. whatever. None of that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and I go, okay, well, listen, you told me to lower my expenses a while ago, which she did. She's mm-hmm. like, you, you have really high expenses, but I also have uh, regions all over New York. Mm-hmm. So I have upstate, I have Staten Island, I have New York City, I have all the way out to Bridgehampton. So, so you have the way. whole entire yeah. New York region. And I was like, and I don't have enough clients to really marry a pocket and keep my mileage low. I have to go have across. To go all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, at that point, from that day forward, I started just making up what I put my mileage to just give you the bare minimum. Because mm-hmm. you gave me a range and I just was meeting that. I knew I was going over it in mileage, but I just met mm-hmm. that for to appease this. And I go, yeah, anything mileage you're going to see is probably not that accurate, to be honest. And she's like, that's not good. That's well, not yeah, good. Well, yeah, that's a huge problem. I'm like, it is a huge problem, yeah. but it is what it is. Like, yeah, that, it was probably off by a few hundred, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, like, <laughs> negative, though. Yeah, less. Yeah, yeah, So they weren't paying out as much. Gotcha. Um, so I figured I was doing something morally correct. Mm. Like, I was like, ah, maybe I got something on you. No. Yeah, no. So, no, it didn't work. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It didn't work. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, well, we're looking in your calendar, and we're doing the math. And, Frank, this is two hours three hours these days are very small when you were in the other department you were working eight hour shifts these are two three hour shifts four hour shifts maybe and i was like i mean they're like that's not good it's not good like, well so, i got away with it for four years so yeah, and it's then pretty I, good on my part right? that's what i said so then i was like but for four i gotta say, i gotta say man for four years when you let things go in my performance reviews you give me four out of four you give me all these top yeah, what are you telling me you're telling me that i'm doing good yeah. like good job frank oh i see what you did the other day yeah, that i'm only was gonna good. participate as much as i need to to and fucking keep the salary exactly. obviously it's exactly what i care said about it and i was like you know at some point you start taking the path of least resistance and you mm. you know i know i need to go above and beyond but i mean i'm doing what i need to do and i've mm. talked to you guys in the 
past and I told you that I was balancing with school at some point and then once school was over I was a personal trainer at night to make extra yeah. money because I, I can't make it here because my commissions can't make that much money with mm. the nature of my accounts um, so I was just maintaining accounts yeah, yeah so there's no way no upside for money besides getting a promotion which I didn't want to do mm -hmm. I told him I don't want to have I don't want it to, to have a quota mm -hmm. you know because I, I don't want it you know so that didn't go to fly with them. And he's like, well, honestly, Frank, I mean, I feel betrayed. I feel like we trusted you and we like, we love you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now we just feel like we don't know you that well. And we brought it to the <laughs> attention of the head of HR and we brought it to the VP and they all agree. And, um, you it's know, we're, we're going to have to let you go. And I was yeah. like, okay. Be like, let me go for the day or like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Right. Like, so just like this week I'm off. Like, I'm yeah, yeah, I so I'm sitting there like, okay. And everything just kind of flooded through. Did you feel like, like, did you feel like that overwhelming, like that flush? Hot. It was a flush. Like a hot, it was yeah, well, very right? hot in the yeah. face. Very yeah, hot in the face. Yeah, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is uh uncomfortable, but probably the most enlightening thing. Yeah. But how'd you feel let go, man. when you were outside yeah. walking oh. to your car? Walk into my car, I was like, okay, so this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. No, I wasn't pumped up. Uh, I was really? Not pumped. I, no. I would, I no, would, no, yeah. it's not like that. It wasn't like that, at least. Just the nature of it. Because when they told me I had to go, like, I could tell my manager was so upset. Like, mm. she was incredibly upset. My mm. my director was like, whatever. But then I shook their hands. I was like, well, it's been real. And yeah. I said it like that. And like, I was like, that I, is, I'm going to go. You know, think of how hard it is. Like, like think about that job. Like, think of a, a lot of jobs. Like, Imagine being a manager or an owner or something, and you're employing people to do things that you know that they're not passionate about at all, but they it. have to do it because they need to provide for their family. Yeah. So the difference between this job that I created is that everyone that works here, they're really passionate about exactly what they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, And that's what's cool. But I never have to manage or deal with people who aren't going to be passionate about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at it from a perspective of like a managing pers uh, uh, position. Think of how hard and difficult that must be like to, to have all these different jobs out there that you know that 95% of your staff underneath you doesn't actually give two shits about the business or what's actually going on or you. They just come to work every day, they smile and they're nice to you because you're the one who pays their bills and you, you know, you're putting food on the table, you're, you're, you're paying for college tuitions and all this shit. Well, it's depressing, you know, it's honestly. I think it's depressing yeah. and it chisels away at you little by little, yeah. year after year. Dude, yeah. the people in that department, they, they, it's like they age like milk. Like they yeah. don't, they're not happy, they're chronically stressed. Yeah. You know, I've seen people change physically throughout the four years I was there. Like, mm -hmm. wow, when I see pictures of our first uh, couple of uh, retreats that we used to go on, like every year they go like, on Well, Bobby I was like, gained 300 pounds shit. the last three years. The grays, <laughs> like just the wrinkles, like they're yeah. just, it sucks. It's not yeah. a good vibrance too, right? You see yeah, the vibrance like just, go down. The mm -hmm. smile slowly flattens mm -hmm. to 180, mm -hmm. just like flat <laughs> line. And, the, you know, that I was like, you know what? I. Because in the beginning, I was going in there, I was like, I'm going to fucking tear them apart. I'm mm. going to get so mad at some point. Like, I'm, I was just so, so much anxiety. I was so yeah. pissed. And then at the end, I was like, no, like, these are real people. That's a man across from yeah. me. Like, I'm going to shake his hand and just Absolutely. admit when I was wrong. And yeah. This, I fucked up and I completely do not deserve it. And job. you know that. I don't. And you know that. And, and you'd be it. the, and there's the, there, there's you, right? And there's the other side of the fence with the guy who will defend himself to the death. Mm -hmm. And there would have been another Frank that would have went in that chair and said, nobody talking about, uh, you, you didn't tell me to do this. And yeah. they would have defended themselves. Could have easily done you know, that. I could have easily but, played that card. Yeah. And typically that's the person that doesn't have those passions or they rely on that 
thing because they really yeah. never discovered what they wanted to do. But luckily, you're not that kind of person, right? You're someone who's ventured out and you've taken these trips and you've done things differently than everyone else in your department. And that's why you got fired. Yeah. You got fired because you didn't, you know, like you don't fit in with those people. Not at all. The people that fit in there are going to stay there. They're going to stay stuck there. And that's it. And that's mm -hmm. the reality of it. You're not stuck, bro. You're out. Yeah. You're free. Ah, fly yeah, like a bird, well, baby. Dude, this weekend, now, yesterday, is extremely free. And I know you're unreal, you're excited dude. His beyond anything. Because the wings, you know, they're flying, Bro. baby. I, I, <laughs> got like 40 miles on the wings. <laughs> yeah, right. Nice. I'm just learning. Just learning yeah. how to fly. But no, it's it, this is the first time in my life where I do not have somewhere to be. Yeah, you, like, you can just be anywhere at any point in time, essentially. It's been know? school my whole life mm -hmm. up until the past two years, right? And then for those two years, I was working a job that I just did not love. I was doing things kind of half-assed. Like mm. I would train after that job at a gym that didn't pay shit. So I wasn't mm. passionate about that. I was in a shit relationship. So I felt <laughs> like held to something. And then I got into a great relationship. And I mm. started relationships with really awesome like-minded people. But then I was mm. also still constrained by that job. I was mm. held down. I had to yeah. be somewhere. There that was, was the last stress. piece of the puzzle that was soggy. Dude, once really that was. shit went away, was, bro, it's like... Oh, man, it's it's unreal. But you like, haven't even nothing. hit that yet, like because have. you haven't started doing a lot of those things yet mm -hmm. that you really haven't been able to do. Once like it's been a month or two down the road, you're, I mean, you know, you're gonna really you're gonna get to know more about yourself too than ever right now. Exactly. You know, like you'll learn so much about Frank. This is a new Frank to learn. This yeah. is a free Frank. Fuck yeah. You know, man. FF free. baby, free yeah. Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And title of the podcast. So now, free Frank. <laughs> so <laughs> right, free Frank. Yeah. Hashtag free Frank. Mm -hmm. So now what um, we're doing, I mean, I don't know about you, Justin, if you're converting to this, I think you're keeping your job, right? Completely. It's, I actually was able to cut down to only weekends. So we'll be... Saturday, Sunday, that's it? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm, well, that's kind of not this weekend. Friday's not the weekend? Usually it's like, thank God, it's Friday. <laughs> Friday is, it's, if you want to call I mean, it that. You could call it Mike, sure. damn, yeah, come sure. on. Hey, I'm just very <laughs> on my little. team, man. I got to quit. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got Sunday. to quit that's a little bit. That's pretty good, that's pretty good. Yeah. So now we'll be training out of here full-time, basically open full-time, yeah, open yeah, yeah. for it full-time, mm -hmm. um, and just train as many people at, that I'm willing to take on because I want to take on people who give a shit. And if yeah. you're listening and you listen to the podcast and you love what we have going on here and you live in Long Island, please give us a shout-out and we'll see if you make the cut. Because I want, I want people who give a shit, right? Yeah. Because I used to train people who didn't, and it was hard for me to wrap me my too. head around them. So That's hard. exactly why easy. I hated training in the it first place. It was easy to do that and do my other job because mm. then I was like, all right, I don't give a fuck about them. I really don't. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go there and give them my time and yeah. that's fine. I'll get paid yeah. for it. As long as you make off. them sweat and feel like they worked hard. Yeah, because working with someone like that, I used machines. I don't use machines on myself, but I was training yeah. people on machines if I needed to. Like, they were just, they wanted the bare minimum. They yeah. wanted the the theater. Yeah, that's the same training. thing as the manager who works that's at exactly the office. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Exactly. Same thing you as the manager. It. You're just like yeah. depressing day after day. It's the same exact thing. And that's and that's exactly why I brought that point up because it always comes back in full circle like if you if you're trying to train someone and they're really not into health and fitness and they don't really like they don't like that feeling of the burn they're not feeling any endorphin flow after they're not really into yep. this shit not that's, that's, that's why i come quit in there. that's why you know? I quit yeah they just want to you know like i've and had people quota, say move so you me. have to do that yeah, yeah you, you know it's to. like oh i yeah. need to train at least 15 hours a week yeah. so make this I many must. calls yeah but that's the biggest joke i get from those people the biggest thing i get and it's like they say it like it's the first time i ever heard it like They'll be laying on the floor, and like I'll be telling them to do like a lying, uh, you know, leg curl with their feet up on the ball, for example, which is a super easy hamstring exercise, right? And they'll be like, <laughs> "Can you just do it for me?" <laughs> you know, like it's always that line, oh, and it's like, no, <laughs> like it's just it's just blank. No, I can't do it for you. Like I don't even find that. And if I did do it me. for you, your muscles wouldn't be fucking working. 
So it doesn't really matter. Like, just stop being stupid. And st- it's not mm-hmm. even funny. Like, it's, yeah. you know, and like, just stop. Just like, come on. Just try to find something about this that you like. That's such a great sentence, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. It's not easy. It's difficult. It's a lot harder than sitting on the couch. But let's try to find something about it that you enjoy. You know, maybe there's exercise that you like. Let me know. But if you tell me you fucking hate everything, you're always going to go into the next thing with that negative attitude. You're mm-hmm. not going to change, you know? Like, just be open-minded and try to find things about the difficult stuff that you enjoy, you know? Yeah. You know, find find the, the passion and the love there in that struggle. And I think know? a lot of that has to do with education. A lot of people don't know what they're enduring or what's going to happen after they endure the stress, right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is stressful. I hate mm-hmm. this. Isn't this not good? Aren't I supposed or a lot to enjoy of times, this? Because that's yeah. where the benefit explain comes how much they're in yeah. pain. But it's really not pain. It's just a little soreness. You know, like, oh, my yeah. God, it hurts so bad. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, like, you're endure Are pain. you actually hurt? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Some people you have know. their tolerance for pain. is. I mean, and that's something we have to realize, too. Some people have, you know, really low tolerance for pain. You know, like, would, would us, to be us, be like the beginning of a, a, a warm-up set would be detrimental to the point of just no return for other people. Just, oh, you know, like you well, see people doing a light leg extension with 20 pounds and 10 reps in. Oh, just, God. <laughs> ow. It's like, just, wow, that's terrible. <laughs> I hope yesterday. you don't fucking stub your toe because you're going to yeah, be right. in the hospital. <laughs> just yesterday, you know? what you and I did, our legs are oh, shot. Oh, I'm just shot. I can't but I, I think it's hysterical. I, love it. I, I love keep it stretching so myself, and it hurts so bad. I love it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference, though. You like, guys I love the pain. love doing yeah, that. Yeah, like, is... I've been poking Justin it under hurts. the table. That hurts. Yeah, yeah. Felt something a little softer, though, before. I don't know what that was. You went up too high. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, it's the midsection. Yeah. What? Whoops. Um, what are what are plans? Um, like, what are things you've been thinking about that we could do in here, Frank? Besides like wrestling, like jujitsu. No, like because <laughs> the walls are all padded. <laughs> Besides that, like, what are some ideas um, you've had, content-wise, well, or? I mean, we're gonna just tell them. We're just gonna tell them the content that we're doing. No, has right had, in here. Not, I'm not thinking, the not the okay because uh, okay mentorship. There's not that. No, I don't want to no, talk about that so because then, no. Cause, okay, because obviously Frank and I Hit were trying to, hints, you know, we're, we're venturing out young minds into different avenues of business and the thing we're doing with you, Mike. But I don't, I found that I was always in the past quick to talk about things I was doing mm-hmm. and everything evolves, everything changes. So I remember a couple podcasts ago, well, a couple months ago, I was like, I'm going to start building websites mm-hmm. and I was telling everybody about it because I was excited and I did build a couple, but it wasn't anything that progressed into how much I was talking up about it, mm-hmm. right? So now, not that I sound stupid, if you listen to that in the past, and now you're like, oh, you're not building websites anymore, like you quit. It wasn't really I quit, it was just I found other things. So I know we have, everything evolves, your focus shifts, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I know we have things in the work for young minds. So I don't even want to talk about it because, you know, things evolve. It might be the same same thing we're building, but it might change into something else. So if we talk about it. Right now, it might be different next week. And just then the problem week. is that you hold yourself accountable because you feel like you've let everybody know, and now you have to fulfill that, and it might not work with what you have recently learned might actually work, and now you have to shift your focus to try which to appease that Which is why some people promise, say, like, work in silence, too, right? Like, you should. Like, mm-hmm. just sometimes it's good to just shut the fuck up and just work and focus on something and not, like, put a crazy thing out there, you know? Yeah. Because like, you don't know if it's going to essentially work out. I mean, unless you really put a lot of effort into it and it's like, that's your 100% plan, but as you've learned... Like you were gun ho about that one thing, but then you're focused. Oh, this opportunity opened up the podcast saying fuck websites, exactly. fuck it was, going it to make media. The, the podcast this, that's and the training yeah. opened up, and I was like, this is what I love. Like yeah. I don't love building websites. I'm good at it. You know, it's a lot of money to build a website, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. But when the, once the training and the podcast opened up, I was like, okay, bye bye websites. Yeah, yeah that's it. And then yeah. there might be a point in time where like 
you're like, all right, I'm, I've got enough podcasts coming out, and I do want to maybe start doing some side stuff with websites. And maybe you're doing two or three clients on the side just to have some of that because yeah. it's well, something you do want to do. Yeah, that's exactly know? what I'm doing. Someone yeah. just hit me up yesterday to build a website. See? And, and then I was like, you'll of course, do one or two. And then you can handle just doing a little bit of everything. That's what I've always done. Yeah. Like last night I had to do a launch for uh, Chris Jones for Pump Chasers. I do a lot of his uh, his website stuff and put up his clothing. So I did a new bandana launch after I was done training clients. Worked all day. I had to sit down real quick and do his little launch for him so he was able to put up his bandana launch. You know, and it's, uh, it's something I've always liked to do. I like to work with people like Chris, too, because he's really passionate about this field, too. He's coming out with really cool stuff. Great guy to work with. Um, and, and I'm blessed to be able to do stuff like that. And I've always been able to incorporate little hobbies as little jobs. And what fucking better way to make money, you know? No, it's great. And you don't have a time. You don't have... Uh, structured time besides your training so anything outside of that pre or post yeah you could then do whatever the hell you want exactly appease whoever you yeah. need to at that moment exactly you know you can shift gears for a second exactly I find that extremely so, important so mm -hmm. what I was thinking um, I know you've thought a lot about this like little things we could do for content mm -hmm. I was I had this thought so mini series Oh, you're, 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 you are mm. sabotaging oh. the studio, oh. Mike just oh, leaned shit. his chair back and ripped the oh, padding no, I off can't. the wall. We'll just, just leave it. Just, just leave it. Because we'll, if, we'll if I try to get it, I'm going to be ripping out of the cord here. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I got no, too comfortable. Um, what I was thinking, <laughs> what I was thinking we could do, like just something fun, would be mini series, like 60 second series that go on Instagram or YouTube, whatever it may be, where uh, all of us are like characters. And we, we use our own personalities to be that character. So almost like The Office. Mm -hmm. You know how The Office, it all takes place in one office, right? There's nine seasons. Yeah. And they were able to come up with that much content oh, just yeah. in one place. Yeah. So each of us here, me, you, Elisa, Frank, Caitlin, Jen, yeah, we could do that. Rob, everybody. I, I would love to do we that. We all That'd have a character, right? Hilarious. So we yeah. pick, for that little 60-second episode, mm -hmm. we pick something we want to make fun of or play around with. Yeah. And we interact the characters and we film it and we put it together. Oh, super yeah. simple. And we create this like atmosphere of mm. Outlift Athletics, like we're the characters, <coughs> just yeah, like The Office. That'd be great. Yeah, it'll take a lot of thinking. That's gold. A lot of processing, yeah, but I cool. think it's really. I'm down for that. That'd be so cool. 100%. That'd be so fun. Right. Especially the fact that like you Dude, always have your camera. So you always are <laughs> shooting shit. So, yeah. Well, your voice ain't gonna get any better. So just get used to it. You know, it's only gonna get worse as you talk. Damn. You it's know? really it's leaving now. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. What's maybe going I should on. stop talking. I you think you should purposely try. To make it crack the whole rest of the podcast. Yeah. Hey guys. Some water. But yeah, so that was that was yeah. an idea, and I was like, that's. Perfect. I love it. That's I mean, a great idea. idea. I don't know why you asked no. me because you you certainly knew the answer. To that because yeah, it always. Does. I mean, it I seems like asking. it should be a reality show. Uh, half the shit that goes on here, and yeah. then if we're coming up with some funny skits too in the process, and no, I find that awesome. You know, that was actually yeah. a really That'd good idea. Yeah, but no, I was just fun. asking in case, like, if you thought of anything. There are a bunch of things that I'm thinking of, but like you said right after, I don't like to talk before I kind of have a good handle on it because right yesterday was the the day that I lost my job <laughs> so that day I had to deal with just this whole paradigm shift I have to look at the world a little differently mm -hmm. and you know my time is totally open mm. so now I could actually you know kind of see you might that be utilizing the tree of life a little bit more often. I, I've, this morning I did oh you did <laughs> yeah oh, there you no, go we're, we're there the first day tree of life fuck yeah Good, dude. it's been a long time since mm. I used the tree of life there you go you know so, <laughs> so. like two weeks that's long. It's a long time. It's <laughs> a, a long time. It's it a tree of life, time. dude. A long time if you're holding your breath. Yeah. Nah, if people don't understand what the tree of life is. Uh, we've had a couple podcasts on that stuff, so don't worry about it. Well, I didn't know if you we ever talked about the tree of life. No, we definitely we just made it. We today. just made it, yeah. Oh, okay. We just planted okay. it. Okay, good. Gotcha, gotcha. Today. Just making sure. So that you just bring it up later on then. Yeah. You know? We'll just keep talking People are like, what is that? We messing with you? It's tree of life, bro. You got to come to Outlift. See what it is. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people are going to take it. 
Nah. We won't tell them where Nolan it is. No one will steal the tree alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they won't know what to do with There's it. There's too many trees to choose from yeah. to know which one is the tree of life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> no one's touching the tree of life. Mm. What are um, future future goals for this place now? Have you thought of it? Well, yeah. I mean, the future goal is always to continue to grow the gym in a way that it, it doesn't necessarily always have to be bigger. Like, I do want to make the gym bigger for sure. I want to make it probably the next level over. That would be the biggest I'd want to make this particular gym. Then when that gym is established and as big as that, which would be 14,000 square feet, um, I'd like to open further ones. I'd like to open up more and find places that we could have people who have been part of this gym manage and have franchise opportunities to open up their own and manage their own outlet athletics. That's where the goal for this is. And then the goal for me is always to, you know, like my personal training business, I always want to continue to do that. I want to continue to pump out more content. Like I've been writing this ebook. Um, it's called The Hard Block Life, Not a Hard Knock Life. So uh, it's a little pun on that. Um, it's a 12 week program, so I'm trying to write that. I've been writing this book for a while. I redid it. I'm kind of a little bit of a, a perfectionist, and I'll go through it and I'll say I could make it a little better. And this is going to be the final version of it. And now I'm just making it look all pretty, you know? So making ebooks, putting out content like that. Uh, continuing to grow this business, continuing to grow Outlift Athletics, continuing to, in Outlift Athletics, also offer these new entrepreneur opportunities like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So every Outlift Athletics, maybe every Outlift Athletics now going forward has a podcast studio that's owned by Young Minds. I don't know. Like these are all the, just ideas that you could incorporate in. It's just you, you come up with them and then you, hey, they work, Outlift Athletics worked really good with these two guys that had a podcast. Maybe this is something we want to try to incorporate into everything. And then that helps cover the overhead. You know, and then that podcast helps bring more people into the gym. How do you get foot traffic into the gym? You know, like these are all things like having acupuncture here. That's a huge drive of, of foot traffic. You know, it doesn't mean that every single person that gets acupuncture is going to work out at this facility, but it gets them in the door to look at it. I so I feel like these are like mini Google atmospheres, right? Yeah. Like the way that Google is, how they just treat their employees, right? The whole entire facility is catered to the individual and how they, you know, how they work in their most creative space. And Mm -hmm. I feel like current institutions, like the ones, the one I worked for, they may be great on the benefits and the pay and the time off, those aspects, but those are really old, out of date type of, uh, benefits that you would get yeah. out of the job. Get away just for a week so you have to go back for yeah. a whole another fucking seven months and be miserable. Exactly. Yeah. Why not you transform know? your entire experience into something yeah. that is enjoyable and provokes more but You don't even feel like you. you need to constantly go away. Like, if you need yeah. to feel like you constantly need a vacation, like, you know, there's probably something a little wrong with your, what's going on. Exactly. You know? Like, if you feel like you need to constantly escape, you know, well, you have the 80-20 principle but in reverse. Yeah. You know, and that's not good. Yeah. You know, so I feel like this is this is the new way to do business. This is a new way to house an entrepreneur or to house mm-hmm. someone who's working for you. But it doesn't matter what they're doing. They should be doing something that they enjoy doing. Absolutely. And having the freedom of having their own space and, you know, paying a quite low rent to do that, you know. Yeah. Give them the ability to, you know, launch exactly. pad their whatever ideas they have. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's space. You know, people work out of their garage. Mm-hmm. But I know working out of our, my basement in, mm-hmm. this, in this space, I felt so bogged down by the yeah. fact that I was in my own home. Yeah, there's nothing I motivating for you, for you definitely yeah. around. Like, I yeah, just they're didn't trying to work like out at home to a fucking DVD. Uh, dude, you know, I it's not going to happen. I hated you know? working out at you, home. You lay on the floor. It's what always happens. You know, like, yeah. it's just never going to work. You can't do that. You need to be in a stimulating atmosphere. Or exactly. Active, well, you know? yeah, because he was, I was okay going to his basement because it wasn't well, that's home new for, for you. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To him, it was, you know, where you yeah, sleep. That's downstairs. Where you I can spit on my room from where I was. Like, it's just, there's no... 
there was no change. It wasn't there was and the any main excitement thing, there. Yeah, and I had responsibility. Did you feel nervousness when you were when we were starting this podcast today? Like, did you feel different? At like all. An None. No, but did you feel like excited? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, that. Those, like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like the butterfly, butterfly feeling. Yes, like yes. that kind of nervousness of like just all right, excited. Different than maybe you felt in your basement. A hundred percent. This was more like I could say anything, and then when this is over, it's not my responsibility to like get everybody settled. Mm-hmm. All right, well, whoever's gonna leave, I'll let you out the door. <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta, yeah. It, oh, yeah, just, yeah, There was so much that I had to think about. You know, and maybe that's just my hosp- my hospitality, my mm. level of hospitality, whether it be mm. great or low, it doesn't matter. Whatever it was, had it took a toll on me, yeah. and it just took my creative side away. And there was a little mm. bit more anxiety when I would bring a guest over that no one knew. Like, all right, everyone has to, they have have to, to meet see your my, family. my family. Like, what the fuck? This is yeah. not that's how the main a professional thing. That's, business that's, is run. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, I know no. from from the conversations we had, that is the most important thing for having our own studios. The guests that we can bring on now because like you said so much more we brought on yeah we brought on one person only one guest that we didn't quite know and i'm not gonna lie that it was awkward you know through conversation after maybe 25 minutes it became okay mm-hmm. but in the beginning like it was just weird and it was like yeah, yeah you know come in our basement and it, you feel the sense of like okay this is this guy's house like i need yeah, to yeah. when you come here it's okay this is a gym mm-hmm. there's people everywhere yeah this is public mm-hmm. you know work out grab a meal it's on us we yeah, got chill you. up you know, hang out. This is our studio. It, it's more inviting. You which a lobby, with, do whatever the hell you and want. And then with yeah. podcasting, the more you feel comfortable, the more creative you are. The, yeah. more, the better 100%. you talk, the better the conversation is. And this is new for a lot of people. Most people have heard themselves back on uh, video, but they never hear their voice live. So podcasting mm-hmm. is very weird for people because when you talk into the mic, you hear yourself directly right then and there with a zero millisecond delay. And people are not used to that. People don't actually know what their voice sounds like. So it could be kind of awkward in the sense of people are completely new to this experience too. So now you send them in you know, your basement and they just met your family and now they're hearing the voice for the first time and now creates this you know, this yeah. situation where they're like, yeah, yeah. That's never happened before, but I guess. Yeah, but, <laughs> but in people's heads too, they, they have to be thinking some different things like, you know, that maybe they're not expressing. Yeah, without a doubt. You, you know? want dec- to like get rid of all the variables Absolutely, that you know? would take away from the content. Mm-hmm. And I think that we finally hit the nail on the head here. Mm-hmm. You know, besides oh, yeah. the panels falling off behind you, that's hey, well, the only uh, thing that distracted us. Today. That's why we, that's we, we you know, like we oh, know now that maybe it. this needs to shift like two inches that way. Yep. You know, that's what. Yeah. Just so see, trial and error. No, I think you need to uh, lock your chair from. No, because then he's swinging. not comfortable. That's ridiculous. No. Well, it's only because, you know, I was moving around a little bit. <laughs> Can't wait to watch his back. It's a circle. Is it, did it go to me when I did that? No, nah, he's good. No, it doesn't go to anybody. Oh. Right now, it's all oh, three of us. Just, just one great. frame, gotcha. chilling, having gotcha. a good time. But, uh, yeah, so I actually have to thank you for housing this and creating this oh, environment because this is, you know, it was a great opportunity, especially where we're located. Is actually yeah, no, I'm cool. so happy to, you know, to even be able to have been given the opportunity to people. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know how else to, re- to respond to that, you know? Like, yeah. well, that's exactly what I wanted us, to do, you know? Because you had, what did you say, you had eight well, applications? Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I have to decide – who the like I can't just have any well like that's the thing is like it's not about the money right like this isn't about like getting a certain amount of money every month out of someone to rent this because I could get money from anyone essentially can I deal with you being next door to me that's a huge thing do I want to see your face every day are we going to get along (laughs) because to me that's what's important at this point in life like 
I don't want to rent out something to someone to get money when I'm going to have to deal with someone who I don't want to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are into this shit. You guys are passionate as hell. You guys, you know, you're, you're super strong. You're super creative. You guys are doing really cool stuff. You guys are coming out with great content. You guys are working your ass off. You guys are putting stuff out there. You know, you, regardless of how many people are listening. Like, you're caring about what's important. And that's what I recognize. And that's why opportunities are presented to people like you and not other people, you know? Yeah, like, no, of course. And that's, that's what it comes down to. Is, is It comes down to character judgment. And the more people you meet, you realize that there's not that many really good people out there. And yeah. when you see good people, you give them opportunity. No, you know? 100%. And so, I appreciate that. I yeah. can't thank Anytime. you enough for that. Yeah, seriously. Anytime, man. That was lovely. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Mix that with you rubbing my thigh before. Jeez. Well, I don't know if that was your thigh. You said it was a little soft. So, you know, maybe an uh, early Valentine's Day present here for, for, uh, for, uh, for you. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So one thing I do, want, I want to shift gears. I don't want to talk about this because I watched it last night, and it was mm. fresh in my mind, and I think mm. it's really, really dope. And I watched that – Fire Festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Netflix special. Yeah, unbelievable. And the Netflix one or Hulu? Bro, the anxiety. Just Netflix. Okay. I don't have Hulu. But now I think I have Hulu because I signed up for Sprint because I got a new phone. Now I finally. Yeah, because you don't get it provided yeah, by your company it. anymore. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I have an iPhone X now. So now I'm part of like, the cool millennial yeah, squad. You know? yeah. He was actually freaking out before. He was, he was like fangirling. He took a photo and posted it to his Insta story. Mm, bro. And it was such a crisp photo. Portrait he kept showing mode. me. He's like, look at this. Look at oh, this. And I'm like, isn't it amazing? Bro. That crispy, nice bokeh you get. Yeah, but then in the background, it's like, oh, but there's other shit going on back here. But look, really look at the meal. It. I'm posting the meal. But just yeah, so you know, yeah, there's yeah. some shit in the back. I'm flexing, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, here, you know, I yeah. love that. I no, love the that portrait aspect. mode is amazing. Oh, it's, God, it's, it's, it almost makes the need for a DSLR almost now, like not, you know, you don't even need it anymore. It's unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> He's like, no, you need it. 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 You I get what it. you're saying. Yeah, but no, it was a really crazy documentary. But uh, that documentary, man, I, yeah. it, the anxiety that built in me. I don't know if Dude, it was lingering. I was having from... a heart attack watching that <laughs> shit. I was guys, having a fucking heart attack watching that. Do you guys that. remember so let's give them a, when it happened? Like, were you following? No, I, I know. I never heard of this ever. I see. I was following a couple no of influencers who were there, and mm. I remember watching their Insta story and being like, "Oh fuck, they just Those got tense." They I just, just saw the memes. Mm. I saw the memes and then looked up the articles that were talking about it. That's all. Yeah, I, did. I remember when it went down, dude. Yeah, because so basically, to give a background. Is this one? Uh, he's an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. He's got this like very business savvy mindset. He's young. Yeah, he's he's relatively young, um, and he's. Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name to be honest. Well, let's call him asshole. Let's call him for asshole, the purpose yeah. of this uh, podcast. Like a, he's an he asshole. Like an asshole. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And basically, he knew how to wrangle the mind of a millennial and how to take advantage of them. Yeah. And basically, what he used was tactics through Inst uh, Billy. Remember Billy? Was Billy. His name? Oh, Billy. I was going to yes. say Billy uh, McFarlane. Well. Billy McFarlane. McFarlane. Yeah, that's it. Um. So he used tactics that would take advantage of, you know, what we value today. So mm -hmm. Instagram and kind of that perceptive marketing where you're like, ooh, what's going on? Like a Sandals commercial, but yeah. for raves and parties on this island that they proposed was Pablo Escobar's Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, to make, it, to make it yeah. short, he was just trying to build, like, the craziest party for all the rich kids where all the top influencers yeah. were going to be there. It was yeah. like an EDC party, yep. and it was going to be on an island, and you had your pri private yacht your own cabana like it was over the roof and their marketing was on point oh it was amazing he took he took the 10 top models in the world on yeah. instagram like um it doesn't matter what's they're, her uh, they're whatever like, the most the biggest models mm -hmm. silicone he brought, he brought them all to this island 
did this massive yeah, photo shoot. Yeah, he brought him to an island video. that he didn't even have the thing on. He brought no. him to the island that he lost because he claimed it was from Pablo Escobar, exactly. and that's a fucking disrespectful thing to say. Guy's a fucking drug-dealing, murdering piece of shit, and they're promoting that in an Instagram story in 2018. Well, because it was cool. Yeah. It was cool to yeah, do that. But that's the thing is, like, you know, but that's why he got banned from that island, right? He got banned yeah. from that island I mean, because he made that things, statement. There's a yeah. bunch of things you know? he did wrong, but anyways, he the, the media side, the promotion of this event, because in the documentary, they explain that it is so hard to build an event. Like, mm-hmm. to get your name up to uh, Coachella, like, to get to that level is mm. so hard. To get to that level of EDC, Coachella, uh, what's another one? I don't even know. There's, like, the main one. Because yeah, there's a bunch of small ones that mm-hmm. open up every day. And it, I think they said the first, like, four years, you were in the negative by the millions. Mm-hmm. Like, it is really hard to start a good festival. So when Fire came out, Fire Festival, he killed it so hard in the media it's the first time they've ever been open. No one, no one knows a thing about them, and they sold out tickets in forty-eight hours. Yeah, and that's unheard of but in the were, event industry. They were marketing it as like the Uber for big events. Yeah, but when you have your favorite supermodels telling you that they're at this island that they're gonna be at for a party, and they're showing you pictures of it, well, and they're for fucking them, for them, it was real. Yeah, and they went there, and it was a real island. They were of doing course. real. Yeah, they're production. getting paid to do they're it. Getting paid. Yeah, and then um. And then the smartest thing he did is he paid 400 influencers all over the world, 400, yeah, 400 of them, square. to on this exact date, on the exact time. It's so funny, right? Hey, I just stopped talking. Hey, on the exact hey. time when the tickets are released online, 400 influencers post an orange square on Instagram, just an orange photo, and hashtag Fire Festival. Mm-hmm. And that's the why they sold out. He art. killed it on the the marketing. Crushed it. Mm-hmm. That's but how it goes you do to it. show how we're so easily influenced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to use we that, have put so much trust into these people online. Oh like these God. people are buying, and I compared this. I had this conversation with some clients. Is imagine going on eBay and looking <laughs> at a car, and there's no photo of the car. There's but not there's one a, there's photo of the car. There's a supermodel that but, says. But there's a supermodel that says you bid on this car, and you're gonna get a Ferrari, right? And and and, the, and here's the bid, right? And and the, you're gonna get now a Ferrari for like let's say twenty thousand dollars. And there's just a supermodel who's saying it, right? Or Instagram it's influencer. It's the famous. Yeah. But there's there's zero rating on the seller. There's really the description is very like vague. And now you're bidding on this shit, and you're competing against other people for these for this bid. And now you won this, and you don't even know what you're getting. Like you're an asshole if you're bidding but, but, on that car. But you know, like you deserve to then I get, lose I get your fucking saying, money. You know. But there wasn't a zero rating. Because Brian, uh, Billy McFarlane, he photoshopped his other business. He, he had a credit card business, yeah. and he was falsifying all these information, all these numbers. But it really was a zero rating, because how many other festivals has he thrown? A couple. He used to throw night, he? Oh, night I parties. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. He said in the okay. documentary, he threw okay, like, little know. night parties for gotcha. his credit card company. So then he, then he can be reliable but he, in yeah, a sense. Because when you look him up and you look at the numbers, he was a millionaire. But it turns out that he photoshopped all those numbers to his investors, mm-hmm. his bankers, everybody he was fucking scamming. Yeah. So now when this fire festival came up, and not only does he have uh, all the top supermodels, all the influencers, then you look into, okay, who's running this This guy, Billy? Mm-hmm. He has a successful credit card company. He's He knows this person and that person. And it looks real. Yeah. It looks completely real. I mean, real. Ja Rule. Ja Rule, right? yes. Huge. Ja Rule was a huge uh, influencer for the whole thing. And he, Ja Rule essentially came out saying that he was pretty much like the big business partner. Like there was even scenes that I saw in the documentary on Hulu where Ja Rule was like, yeah, it was all my idea. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
And then all of a sudden, as soon as things go bad, he's like, the first I one to say, know. I had no idea. It, well, if it's only our idea in the first place, don't you think you would have been behind the scenes trying wa- to put the shit together? Him, yeah, watching him you throughout know? the entire documentary, I was like, that guy is a piece of shit. Oh, ja unbelievable. Oh, my God, what a shit, fuck. dude. Ja he just kept drinking all day. He just kept getting fucked and up. And that all guy, Billy, just like, first of all, you're planning one of the biggest parties in the world. And I don't know if you saw the Hulu documentary. I did not. And Billy no. is literally passed out. I don't know which one. They showed it on Netflix. And he's just, you see, he's unconscious. Like, yeah. dude, you're planning something insane. Every scene that we saw where they should be maybe sitting down in a room like this and writing shit out and maybe talking he's to the. A corona. To, yeah, corona. Yeah, he's this drinking his ass off. What do you do every time? You can't party while you're planning a party. You gotta fucking work. The overall ending of this story if you guys haven't seen the documentary which you should it was very good and also don't remember hearing the story is that they had how many people 3,000 people coming to this island and Mm -hmm. tickets mind you were like 20 grand 10 grand it was all rich kids and he Billy was fabricating all these things like oh you'd get a cabana but it was really just like a tent it was a geodome they were selling things that weren't even there too. he was selling things false pictures online and he was trying to get it, but couldn't, and was way over his head, mm-hmm. and was just saying, fuck it, like, we're still going, we're still going. And his whole team was like, no, dude, we have to slow down, like, we cancel the show. And he's like, we're not canceling. And if anyone ever said cancel the show, you were fired, and he'd hire someone else. Yeah. So everyone was scrambling to get this done, and basically, a thousand people came down, uh, no food, a no, very small no shelter, island. small Jeez, islands. No, no way out because it was their most. Uh, it was that island's like biggest weekend of the year. Yeah. Their festival that that island has, mm-hmm. and uh, all these kids that came down, rich kids, were like completely fucked. And there was one picture that went viral of a kid's cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Here's my gourmet meal," and it was just bread with a slice of like the <laughs> Not uh, even toasted uh, the cheese, yeah. uh, untoasted the singles, right? Yeah. The yeah. craft singles yeah. slice of cheese right in it yeah. with a piece of lettuce on the side, and it was just a complete shit show. And I think he's now. Uh, He's in jail for yeah, a the six years, six years something was it? for a lot of things. There's just yeah. so much money, so oh. much so scams, much, and like and the safety yeah. issue, like with having everybody come down there. That island can't hold that many people. Like and then just talk and about disease, sanitary issues. Yeah. Like nothing was planned. And why couldn't you have just uh, if if he truly wanted to? This he keeps saying like in the documentary that he really wanted to have this and like. If you saw everything, like all the alcohol was there, it might entail like, oh yeah, he did really want to have this. But if he really wanted to have it. Right? Why not just say two weeks before? I mean, you already know two weeks before something like that that there's no cabanas, there's none of this shit set up, there's no sound, there's no before, electricity two on weeks the before thing. Before he hired yeah. a new catering company, yeah, because so, he fired yeah. the other yeah, one. Yeah, so like just put out like, hey, listen, you got this great marketing, you have this amazing fuck Jerry marketing company, right? That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Have them put out a thing. We're so sorry, but it's not exactly the way we need it. We need another six months, and then take the time and do it right. Yeah. Instead, but you know what no, it was? no, he had investors. Yeah. backing yeah. everything and yeah, if with he like were to postpone it those rates. investors would have cut him right there and yeah. like he would have been fucked well he money. also was in debt I think from and I don't know this for a fact but in debt from that credit card company that he started oh, he was. and he, he was. lied about the amount of people who were signing up for their membership things and the guy was in over his head and he just he just I think he just got caught up in drugs and alcohol and he just continued to spiral out of control and never really mm-hmm. put a, a conscious Surrounding thought to what was going to happen women, you know? exactly. supermodels yeah and, yeah yeah, but um, know. and then he feels like a boy. Like if you're around all these fucking beautiful women and they think you're this big guy who's gonna throw this big party, it's nice great. for six months to trick people. Yeah, he's got like that Dan you know? Bilzerian for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I not I know a lot of people from this documentary are attacking the production company or the people mm-hmm. working, the people who worked under him. And do you remember 
I forgot his name. The main guy in the documentary with the man bun and the beard. I know he was about. like the main uh, social media guy mm-hmm. that helped this whole thing. He was being attacked a lot. And I actually heard a podcast with him on it. Mm-hmm. And he explained something that they don't explain in the documentary. He said he was explaining the event industry, right? And he's like, you guys have to understand the event industry making events. It is such a fucking shit show. Mm-hmm. Shit goes wrong all the time. The way we were scrambling for, for the fire Festival is normal for us. So at no point did we look around and say, mm-hmm. oh, this guy, like, he's doing everything wrong. He's like, no matter what, no matter what show you go to, even if it's Coachella or EDC, the event industry is crazy. Mm-hmm. You are constantly, uh, you constantly have anxiety. Everything's constantly cha- changing. People are dropping out. This is, everything's going crazy. So he's like, at no point did I feel like this was a scam. And mm-hmm. plus, we were on this island. Everything was real. It was here. The beautiful island was here. So we were just thinking, like, okay, we got to work harder, work harder, work harder. But that's the thing is, like, it was six or seven months out before they actually um, started doing this whole thing, right? And then they went to that first island, the one, the Pablo Escobar one. And that's, I guess, where the social media company was. Yes. But then then they lost that, and he told them that they had to go to a different island. Mm -hmm. And then they never went to that new island, I don't think, right? They never went there. They never shot anything. They never want to show anyone that car, right, on eBay. They wanted to keep it exclusively just the content they originally created. So they were still marketing. They knew the social media company, this is a fact, right? They knew for a fact that there wasn't going to be at the island that they shot on because they didn't go to that new island, and they were told that it was switched, right? So yes, how could they, they deny? How they could they did, deny it? It's that I, simple told, fact, right? They gave the name of the new island. Yeah, you but put in Google Maps and fucking they, look at it. It looks like an ass. They gave the name of the new island. Pit of shit, yeah. you know? They did give the name of the new island, but they were using the content from before. Yeah, and that's that's where they were wrong. You know, like they were continuing to promote something that they knew wasn't going to be. You're promoting these supermodels on an island that is not where it's going to be. You, you need to now, as a social media company, say to this guy, hey, we got to do this uh, ethically right. We got to do this the right way. We need to go to that new island and shoot new content. Some people and then, did, and they got fired right off, right away. Yeah, that guy, Billy, was just fucking yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Can't, you say no Trust to him, me, out. those social media guys knew exactly what they were getting into. They're going to deny it, of course, to the end of the time because they need to continue to have their business. Why would they ever admit that they did something so completely, utterly wrong? Yeah, no, especially on camera, especially a documentary they produced, the Netflix one. Yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, you know? we fucked up and we, we are very sorry. Like, that yeah. doesn't work today. That just yeah. doesn't work know. today. Maybe. The Hulu one you got to watch because he's interviewed in the whole thing. Billy? Yeah, he's interviewed throughout the whole thing. And they ask him these questions and he's just, uh, uh. Like, he just, he has no response other than just, uh. Like, he knows he's fucked. He knows he's, he's, I don't even know why he agreed to the interview because yeah. he's like, he's not truly answering anything, you know. No, but it's it crazy. Just, it threw me for a loop, man. The amount of anxiety yeah. I had. Every oh my god! Step, it was just one thing after another, just going wrong. And I'm not an event yeah. coordinator, so I everything hit me like, oh, I'm there. But I'm imagine, there right now. How's that guy sleep? How's that guy sleeping and waking up? Right. Well, right? he's passing like, out. That's the, yeah, that's why he's, he's drinking himself face into a, drunk a and sleeping on the beach. The you know. But it was insane. People just come in there in droves, and then there's thousands of people on this island are dropped off their their luggage is somewhere they slept there overnight too it's somewhere their luggage is on the back of like a tractor trailer getting thrown off and you got a free for all yeah there's a guy in the back of the truck just Mm -hmm. tossing them like find yours find no lights that was the best part no no electricity no lights people were grabbing like all these wet mattresses and trying to like put them in there wow and there's people peeing on them and stuff too oh my god like they're like you're sabotaging your bed like 
You have minimal tents on an island that it gets hit by hurricanes and shit, and you're pissing on your beds that could possibly be your only source of comfort for the night. You fucking idiot. You know, like, people are so stupid, too. Purely anger. It's a good lesson, though. It's a really good That's lesson. where I was yeah. going with this. This is yeah. why I brought it up. Yeah. It, don't bet on so cards that don't have pictures. <laughs> but, yeah, but, putting, but ultimately, putting your value or putting what you value on visual, on what you see and mm. what you're sold, and instead of taking your own precautions and kind of putting in a step, a process, yeah. a step-by-step process, like trying to vet out what's real, what's mm. not, yeah. what should be glorified, what yeah. is, is that picture exactly what I'm going to get? Yeah, just because a celebrity or, says X doesn't mean it's X. Yeah, or even know? just accepting influencers, like we're in the mm. we're in the time of influencers, and you know, what kind of influence are you getting? Because mm. that could act like your parents, that's really what an influencer yeah. is, you're well, we influencing your activity. We see it, we see it all the time in the fitness industry, I mean, people don't look for um, studies anymore. They just go on Instagram and find their favorite fitness influencer and whatever that person says is yeah. like, oh, this is the way I got to do it. Yeah. And that's it. They'll just listen to some schmuck who has followers and just does something. That's what it's that's it. And then they change what they've been doing just to do that one thing. May not be ideal, but at least they're changing an aspect mm-hmm. of their life. So that gives them some sort of success. Yeah. But then they go, well, yeah, see, look at this. It this works. Is, yeah. There's this positive yeah. And feedback of course loop. it worked compared to you, what you were doing before, because what you were doing before was being lazy shit. Yeah. And now you just follow this one influence, even though the information might have only been like 20% right. It's yeah. still 20% in the better direction. But then you know? they preach it, and then they preach that 20% and, and it bullshit. Just keeps getting, and, then, and then they get regurgitated. And then these are the people that end up being coaches themselves, too. Exactly. You know, you're like, oh, no, they're a coach now, too? Uh. Now, I know I told you both mm-hmm. to watch this documentary, but I want to say it again Definitely on the do. podcast because I want everyone listening to go watch this documentary on Netflix. Holy crap, Man, that was the worst are. one. <laughs> You're on you heard that, Mike? Today. Yeah, I heard that like one. You okay. Because yeah. you're looking at me like, you didn't hear it. No, I heard How it. How did you miss that? No, I heard it. I was so, just trying to, like, just let it be, you know? No, I, I can't even trying to make you feel be. bad about it. I was just like, squeaker. <laughs> <laughs> so on Netflix, there's a new documentary. It's basically like, you ever see Planet Earth? Yeah. Or uh, Blue Earth? Blue Planet Earth. Planet Earth? Yeah. yeah. What's the yeah. blue one? Blue Water. Blue, blue Planet. Blue Planet, yeah. Blue Water. Blue Earth. The water is blue. So it's called One Strange Rock. And actually, Will Smith is the voice, the voiceover. And the story, each episode is told by eight astronauts. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to explain it, but it is Blue Planet or Planet Earth multiplied by a thousand. Mm -hmm. It is so good. And they they explain just how the Earth works and how they look from space and the things they see and the cycle of Earth, the creation and Mm -hmm. the visuals. You'll watch this and you'll be like, how the did they get this clip because every clip is real mm-hmm. the ones you see from space the astronauts the things in the water in the plants like everything so is real <laughs> and you're watching this and you're yeah, like how the that. fuck is this like how did you get this clip they have clips of icebergs moving time lapses that are yeah, so amazing. fast that this camera was sitting here for like a year and the time lapse is so fast the iceberg like this land land is like yeah it's not and not, uh, so they have to know exactly where that if that's going to move yeah. too. Like Dude, I, you're not just commit a, for a yeah. Year. That's no, insane there's, to think there's about scientists that, you know? and there's astronauts and they all tell stories. This one yeah. astronaut was telling a story about um, he was working up outside the space station, right? Mm-hmm. He was outside Man, and there's video of it, just video of him outside the space station working, and he goes all of a sudden shooting pain in my eye. He's like, and I can't, you know, you can't touch your eye. There's shooting mm-hmm. pain and it's blind, and it starts tearing. But in space, tears don't drop. There's no gravity. Mm. So he's like, my eyes started pooling with water. And then that water kind of floated over across the bridge of my nose and hit the other eye. And 
he he's like and all of a sudden i was blinded so he's like i called out to houston and i go and he laughs at this part because you know houston we have a problem yeah so he goes i called out to houston i'm like houston we have a problem and he starts laughing and he's like i am blinded in both eyes and then he goes they're like what did he say he's blinded in both eyes and they they he said that they ran an analysis on him i guess they ran like they had the ability mm -hmm. to run like body analysis yeah. in the spacesuit, and they said that there is a uh, an organism in the suit, and he's gonna have to flush out the air. So he explains when he's up there, he's like, okay. He pops a, a tube on the side of his vest, pops the tab, and it's just, tss, and he's explaining how all his oxygen and all everything in the suit has to mm -hmm. get evacuated, and he has to sit there, and all his precious oxygen leaves. And he can't breathe anymore. And he has to wait till it's done, lock it up, hit mm. back, hit the switch, and get the oxygen back. Just floating in space, doing that, because the first that was the first episode. And just the the visuals you get are all real, and it's such mm. a crazy show. So they reenact like what there was happening. No, 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 no. It's all real footage. Oh, they have the real footage of what's going all on. All real footage, but he's Wait, holy so you, shit. You know when it goes back to the person and they're sitting interviewing. So you see that guy's oh. eyes watering? No, they don't have that. Oh, I thought, I mean, oh, they okay. have him That's outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they have him outside. I don't think you could see through the space visors, anyways. Okay, but gotcha. you s you have film of people going outside of the space yep. station. Everything is filmed. <laughs> but That's isn't that cool. just maybe B-roll footage and not that particular guy who his uh, eyes were watering? Or is Regardless, that no, it's, I think it's, that's it's really him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It is yeah. such yeah, a good because maybe his feet are like yeah. kicking a little. He's like, ah, <laughs> so, like, yeah. I want to see, I want to see him pulling the plug out and shit. Do you see that? No, they didn't show that. Oh, see, I think it's B-roll. I don't believe it, no. Okay, yeah, just watch it. show sucks. No, just watch it. Um, so there's, there's one season out, and I've only seen the first two episodes. But after seeing these first two episodes, mm -hmm. I feel so a mix of being insignificant because mm -hmm. the second episode is how the Earth came to be and the rotation around the sun and the rocks and everything. Oh, God, I can't wait tonight. Dude, you're going to love it. Wait. Love it. You're, I have that a mix of out. feeling so insignificant but so happy and just like mind boggled mm. as to how we even move around and how we came to be. That's and, absolutely insane. And the earth, the first episode, you're gonna see how it just, everything works as one. They talk about, um, I don't wanna explain it. Cause, yeah, please. Cause they, they say something in the beginning and it makes a full loop and connects at the end of the episode and you're just like, no way, the earth does this? Mind blown, mm. literally. Okay. I, oh, so man. both you have to watch, it's called so One strange. Strange, One Strange Rock. Okay. Man, I can't wait. I, love, I love this one show. I want to. I want to leave it at that. One strange rock. That. And everybody out there, please watch it. You'll be very happy. Netflix. 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 Good old Netflix. They've been killing it lately. Mm. I just They're got so YouTube good. TV recently. Oh yeah, how was that? I mean, I just I wanted something because like I mean I had I wanted to watch the uh, Super Bowl, so I don't have any cable or anything. I haven't had a cable box in years. So. We have the Fire Stick. Smart. I mean, I have the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, but I have like the Roku TV now, so everything's built in. So like Amazon app is on there, so it's the same thing as having like the Fire Stick. And I used to have like uh, Cody, you know, like to watch yeah, yeah. all the shit. But then Cody started getting real sketchy and shitty, and I decided to not use yeah. it anymore. And like it's cheap enough now to like Hulu's like five ninety nine a month. You got to watch a few ads, which is kind of good anyway to watch a few ads because then you feel like you know it's relevant in the world. Yeah. You know, maybe makes me come up with like marketing ideas too. So I don't mind watching ads. So I wanted to watch the Super Bowl. So I had an email like from YouTube TV, like, hey, asshole, you want to watch the Super Bowl? Like, you can watch it for free and get like 14 days of a free pass. So I'm on the 14-day free pass to try it out. It's pretty cool. Like, I've been watching some uh, shows that I haven't seen in a long time. Like, I haven't watched regular TV in a long time. Like, But then it's like it kind of gives you access to all the shows is like on demand. So like if you like, uh, for example, like Adult Swim, like you wanted to watch a show, like it just show you every single show from Adult Swim or whatever, and you can watch it. It's pretty cool. And it's you on know? YouTube. That's cool. It's YouTube TV, so it's its own separate app. It's kind of like Sling TV, 
It's like YouTube TV. So it's pretty good. It's forty dollars a month. It's not bad. I definitely recommend people Four? check. It. Forty dollars. Forty. Forty. Oh, okay. Yeah, forty dollars a month. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it's got like I don't know fifty some channels and. Yeah, I was paying. Forget it, for Optimum Online. Fuck you, Optimum. If you're lift, listening, yeah, you I hate them because I hate service them. Here. I hate them. I hate them. Service on my house. Service everywhere. And you can't get Verizon. You know. This is a zone. So. This area, Verizon yep. is not here. So not you, there's a monopoly and... for Optimum Online, and he can't do anything about it. And because it's a monopoly, yeah. they, they don't. Get, they don't have too. to give him yeah. good customer service. No, and they treat me like shit. Because they don't. Ha- they don't have to yeah. treat him good. Well, ha- my he whole business runs on the internet. Like. Without the internet, I can't take credit cards. I can't sign members up. I can't fucking ring people up. I need that. I need the internet. Without the internet, I can't even process a credit card. All I can take is cash, and that's how most businesses are nowadays. You know, a lot of that's. I went to Teachers Federal Credit Union the other day, my bank, to get money out because I had to pay the contractor who was working on my house, and I couldn't get any money out from my bank because they had no service. And I said, "Who do you guys have?" And they said. Optimum Online. I said, oh, no shit, because mine goes down all the time, too. And they told me to go to a different teacher's federal credit union. I couldn't get any fucking money out of my bank. Uh, the Optimum. That's this area? This that was area? in Selden, yeah. Selden, my hometown. Why do they have a monopoly like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot of things in the world. Why can't, <laughs> why can't Verizon throw up, extend know. their tower service? I don't. So I, and no, they can. They fully they have the capabilities. Can. It's uh, it's Fios, right? They have to run the cables. They just never did it yet, I guess, here. Weird. Yeah, it's very strange. strange. Uh, hopefully it comes. I don't know. Would you change in a heartbeat? In a second, bro. I'd pay even $100 more a month to not have to ever deal with Optimum, just to not have to see an Optimum router again in my life. I remember when they were here doing work. It yeah. ruined your day. It sucks you because so like, I, I try not to be an asshole to the technicians because I know they just work for them. Yeah. But it's so hard because they have the logo on their fucking sleeve, you know, like they're just sitting there <laughs> on their chest. It's like, and I'm like yeah. you're looking at the yeah. Oh shit. Lock yeah. on. See, you're right. Lock They're on associated with the enemy. You know? Yeah, you are the enemy. So now. it's kind of hard because uh, you know sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit of an asshole, but then I kind of chill out. You know? I realize they're 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 just normal people who just happen to be working for this yeah. company that they're not passionate <laughs> and about. And then either, I sign so. them up for a gym membership. So we're yeah, good. I'm like hey, you want to take a look around? Give you a tour. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I think we're gonna that's end awesome, it on man. that. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. End I think that's enough voice cracks for the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting, sounds tired. Getting crackly. So once again, Mike, we just have to thank you. Oh yeah, because without you, this time. wouldn't this anytime. wouldn't be here. Anytime. Thank high you. High fives, baby. I didn't know what were you yeah. going for there. I haven't high fived in what? so long. It's good because you could hear the high five. Okay, if we yeah. handshake, no one could. I mean, I know you could see it. Handshake, that'd be weird. Yeah, no, but then you know the ha- high five is you hear a brother. clap. You know, yeah, you hear a nice clap. All right, anytime, guys. It's been the first podcast in the studio. Feels pretty good. All right, guys. Well. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy your day. And what are we doing? What's the next one? When's the next one? Let's just let them know. When's the next one? Tuesday with Michael. All right. Two days, three days. Bye. (laughs) Bye, motherfucker. I'm not fucking leaving!